0: Dumbest countdown ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey guys, it's Erica.
1: And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. We'll cover it all, and Liana will be able to say extraterrestrial properly. And it's bad so <laughs> And I said supernatural correctly this time.
0: Yeah, wow.
1: Good job. Thanks. Must be this expensive wine that I'm drinking. <laughs> it must be <laughs> shout out to my uncle John for sharing some of his vast stores
0: beum, beum, beum.
1: <laughs> for real thank you this is phenomenal this is the best wine to reach the cave
0: <laughs> uh, I want a soundboard yeah. Can I get that
1: why didn't you download that stupid app that I told you about <sighs> it will annoy the hell out of Bobby which one so.
0: the one like with the, the squares square. that are colors yes I need to learn how to use it.
1: It's not complicated. It's called yeah. DPM. DPM. If anybody is interested, it is how I made the ditty because I was lazy. So and
0: because all you guys suck and you didn't make us one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that about our like twelve <laughs> listeners. <laughs> sorry to everybody erica's a jerk uh i feel better so whatever guys
1: yeah uh (laughs) we just reached out to somebody that actually works at facebook that erica knows so we're really crossing our fingers that everything goes well in our facebook venture we're in good moods we're in high spirits (laughs) and i'm not sick and erica's not sick she just sounds
0: funny naturally it's a little funky still my voice isn't quite normal i feel like But when was it ever? I know. I was like, (laughs) your voice has always been. Now I'm a light jazz, not (laughs) smooth jazz. Oh Oh, god. I'm elevator jazz. (laughs) It's the worst. It is. It's the worst jazz. I'm better than that. Above that. Stupid elevator jazz. kiss my Uh, booty oh my god slash ass I can say ass Esme's not in here
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so bad I have to be really careful not to cuss around babies because there are three that I come in contact with Uh and I it's hard
0: they say you have until like two until they really retain what you're saying and repeat it
1: Mm, I don't know I'm a I'm a pirate I try not to be, but I'm still, I'm like, yeah, shh, poop.
0: (laughs) It's hard. It's really hard. Ugh. Especially when you have an annoying chihuahua to yell at. Mm. Requires swear words. (laughs) Uh, You asshole! No, I'm just kidding. He's not. He's so cute. Is he with you right now? No, he's not. I left him in there. Left him with his favorite person, Bobby. (laughs) Oh, my God. Poor Bobby. Bonding. <laughs> Punky the Chihuahua
1: hates literally everyone on the planet except for Erica, That's and true. Bobby is heartbroken. Actually, I- I'm I'm heartbroken as well because I oh, want well, to sn- the world. I want to snuggle
0: him. He's so soft. He's really cute. Maybe I'll post a picture of Punkin. I don't know. Punky's a jerk though. He's, He's mean. Totally He's an a-hole. Mean. He was born from the depth of hell and then like farted up to earth. <laughs> He's
1: so cute though. That's he's how
0: you so know he's from. He's so cute. Oh. oh,
1: they're barking. They know. <laughs> they know that you were saying that he was cute. So all they're the other dogs. They're not it. All the other dogs were like, "Hell nah, nah, bruh."
0: What did you say about Punky?
1: <laughs> Vita is to me
0: one of the cutest dogs in the entire world. She has ears that look like they can take off and fly with her, like, off the ground. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You have a phenomenal little uh, zoo at your house. One day, maybe Erica will post a picture of all of her zoo, which (laughs) I really would like.
0: I I can do that. I can take up a whole week's worth of posts (laughs) every day. (laughs) That's stupid. Do it. it. Actually, more than a week. That's really sad. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh,
1: can't A whole week's Bobby worth was. of content and then some. Sure. Well, um, I'm going to do my news first because... News
0: story. New I story. feel like it.
1: Because okay. I, I like it. Um, Whoa. Oh, mad. I just heard an angry puppy. Either Punky over? died
0: or Bobby died.
1: <laughs> Probably Bobby.
0: Why is Punky so mad?
1: Well, because he's from hell. Is it over? I'm still scared. Who won? <laughs> I think oh. it's over. Okay. Okay. Proceed. So Toto's Africa to play on loop for all eternity in Namib Desert dank- thanks to artist creation. <laughs> so <laughs> <But worse. laughs> They're doing a sound installation set up in the world's oldest desert to play the track on loop. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it in so, Africa?
0: Yes, in okay. Africa. They're playing Thank Africa
1: the... forever. Uh.
0: Which
1: I love that song, so <laughs> I don't hate it. But anyway, so <sighs> Namib- oh. Namibian German artist Mac Schaidenkopf is behind the installation of "In the Namib Desert," which consists of six speakers attached to an MP3 featuring Africa and Africa only. <laughs> The multi-platinum-selling soft oh. rock classic released in 1982 has enjoyed something of a resurgence in the digital era, becoming one of the most streamed songs of 2017, with just under 18 million plays in the UK alone. So, in a post t- entitled Toto Forever on his website, Mr. Sight Top said he's paying tribute to probably the most popular song of the last four decades, Toto, Africa. Whoa, strong words. I know. The creation runs on solar batteries to keep Toto going for all eternity.
0: was <laughs> the dumbest thing ever.
1: <laughs> I love it, because Sean... So, like, you walk really out to some it.
0: weird, like, logistical point, and you'll hear Africa playing? Yes. That's so weird. In the <laughs> desert. And then I had another really quick news story really fast. Okay. A
1: three-year-old boy was lost in the woods and he, quote, hung out with Bear for two days. (laughs) It was in North Carolina. So a three-year-old boy went missing for two days and has told his family that he, quote, hung out with Bear in the woods.
0: Oh, was it Winnie
1: the Pooh? I don't know. But I'm they found cute. him entangled in a th- in thorny shrubs about half a mile and from honey. where he went missing, <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> covered in honey. No. Um, but he was smiling and talking after he found after he was found. Um and he said he hung out with a bear for two days. And then they start talking about how uh God kept him safe. So and then but they anyhow.
0: asked him with a doll where the bear touched him.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh you <laughs> did not just say that. <laughs> good, you're turning red. Keep turning red. You're a horrible person. He meant... Uh, <laughs> this is probably one of those cool situations where, like, nature yeah, cool. took That's care of him. No! Oh, my God. It's where, like, a mama bear probably was like, oh, he's a baby cub. I just sent you a picture of him because he's adorable.
0: Oh, I he's don't like... doubt all that.
1: <laughs> Take <Just speaking laughs> my truth, Liana. You're a piece of crap. <laughs> Look at your phone. Look at how cute he is.
0: He's oh a my precious god. angel. Mm-hmm. Not
1: anymore. Okay.
0: Oh, my, oh my god. Oh <laughs> my god. He is really cute. <laughs> Aww. I'm sorry, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Next
1: news story. No, your turn. I'm done. I just don't want to I want to go see like I've never really like I'm I like need to go to Africa, but now I'm like I kind of want to
0: go. That's what brings you to Africa?
1: So Honestly, stupid. I just know that I would catch malaria.
0: Oh my god, why? I don't know.
1: Really? It's my luck. I would. Or I'd be eaten by eat hyenas. That's
0: what would happen be, to me.
1: I'd see hyenas and be like, oh, doggies. And they
0: eat me. <laughs> <laughs> while you hear Africa play in the background. <laughs> so, that's pretty epic. I think that's a good way to go. Well, book your ticket. <laughs> Let's go. I'm gone. <laughs> your turn. Oh wow. Do you want news story A or B? Both. All right. Which one first? B. <laughs> <laughs> story is barely a story. Neither of mine were stories. But i real no, they are. Yours are like <laughs> Nobel Prize winning. This is like, <laughs> thank you for participating. <laughs> okay, uh, this one's all about a couch that is in a tree.
1: <laughs> Go home. And by home, and it, I mean
0: away. <laughs> it, it perplexes <laughs> Manhattan neighbors. <laughs> The same people who probably helped contribute to the fat bird. <laughs> 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 they strike again. <laughs> I had just taken a sip. I hate you. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. It's just a stupid, like, navy, like, <laughs> three-seat couch that is up in a tree. For it no didn't reason. get
1: dumped out of somebody's window. No, or their, I don't like,
0: think. So. Is that how it landed? I don't know. It looks weird. It's 20 to 25 feet up in a tree and it's been what? there for days. No one knows why or how. <laughs> in New York? Yeah, in Manhattan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Maybe we should do an update. Our
1: oh tiny guys, they figure out how to get it down. <laughs>
0: I just love that. I love it. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's new story B. <laughs> Come <All on>. right. <laughs> story um, a. a. is kind of cute. It's this uh, boy who's 10, and he is the second youngest to bowl a perfect game. Oh. He's only 10. And I'm proud of the person that beat him by, like, four months or so younger than him. It's a girl named Hannah. Uh, she was like nine and a half, um, ish and, uh, she bowled a perfect game too,
1: Dang. but he
0: just did this recently. Um, he's super cute little kid. Uh, he loves bowling when he's not bowling. He's on an app on his phone, bowling. He cool. like loves bowling and, uh, some colleges have already scouted him and they're like, well, when you're ready for college, like come talk to us. So That's it's really so cool. cool. He's a super, he's, I uh, he's. He's super cute. His name's uh, Kai. Um, His mom said he he eats, sleeps, and drinks bowling. That's pretty cool. He's only 10. Like, that's crazy. And the only person, like I said, who's beat him by age for a perfect game is uh, a girl in Florida who's nine years, six months, and 19 days. Uh, She did it in November of 2013.
1: Shout out to that girl.
0: Awesome. Hi. Hashtag me too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am awful I at bowling and I just <laughs> went this past weekend and because of my arm and elbow injury, I basically just drop the ball onto, I drop the lightest ball that they can give me onto the ground and hope that it rolls at a decent speed. Usually it's at about two or three miles per hour. <laughs> Whereas Sean's, it was like 19. I was like, are you kidding me? It's like throwing it down there. Godulous. Like, no. I'm good. I love bowling so much. Oh, it's so fun. And rock and bowl is basically heaven to me. Yeah, same. Give me oh, black, yeah. black light and bowling and bad 80s music videos. Yeah. 80s and 90s. Yeah.
0: Oh, so good. Uh, trifecta. I know. <laughs> and booze. <laughs> basically heaven. Bowling, booze, and don't have another B. <laughs> uh, Booty. Oh, uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I was like, oh,
1: <laughs> There's no b word for music. <laughs> Beats, bitch. Oh shit, I'm so dumb. Oh, uh, good times. So we'll just end the podcast now because I was yeah. terrible.
0: Okay. Cool. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. JK. <laughs> I can't go yet. Hashtag times not up. <laughs> <laughs> Let
1: me fix my headphones so that I can be uh... more
0: so who's going first what are we, we talking about said, well, what are we doing about?
1: where are we uh, I am in my incredibly hot cave <laughs> in our second bedroom <laughs> and you I don't think... have your cave right now which is the worst
0: <laughs> I think I will grace everyone with one of my stories first hold
1: on what are we doing you
0: tell the people Liana. <laughs> All
1: right, we're doing Hollywood movie curses. So basically, any movie that people are assuming has been cursed in some way or another, and it could be before the movie, it could be during the filming, it could be after. Who knows? But some of these, some of these movies that we're talking about, they're pretty messed up. Okay. So
0: there's a lot.
1: Yeah, and they're sad.
0: So <clears throat> yeah, try not to be too downer.y About it. Yeah, I like. I don't know. Some of these get crazy.
1: Some yeah. of them, like
0: the things that happen on these movies, it's like, ah, uh, that's kind of circumstantial. But then there's some things that are like, that's kind of weird.
1: <laughs> well, one of the ones that I'm talking about that you've never heard of.
0: Yeah, I think, I think is
1: gonna blow your mind.
0: It so. Like- I'm but like, you go first. Uh, so how so many one movies did, do you have? I did two. Okay, one two. shorter than the other. Um me too. <laughs> perfect. So the first one I'll talk about is Rosemary's Baby, because I love that movie. Um if you haven't seen that movie, you pause should see and go that watch. <laughs> it's super good. It's uh, unfortunately a Roman Polanski film, Boo. Gross. but Mia Farrow's in it. Um awesome. she's like super cool. She's like the actress version of Twiggy, like, she's cool, and uh, it's about her, and she is pregnant, and, oh, man, shit happens. She supposedly starts not trusting her husband, her neighbors, and everybody, and then becomes convinced that she's carrying Satan's child, which... (laughs) She is yeah it's spoiler in, alert it's intense <laughs> and it's fun and the, the outfits are cool because of the, the era it was filmed in the late 60s and it's cool. Um it definitely should watch it. It's just so neat good. to look at anyway, like it's so good. it's really cool how they shot it. Just try um, to block Roman Polanski out of your mind. Yeah, for real. Um Heard. forever. <laughs> Erd Ferguson. Yeah. So um I'll just kind of pick up where what I read um, starts talking about kind of what happened. Mm. Um, So one of the people who was involved with this, his name was Kamita. Um, Details of his death are scarce, but Polanski, the director, he told his story this way. Um, In autumn of 1968, then 37-year-old Kamita was roughhousing at a party um, when he fell off a rocky, um, like, embankment and onto a... Um, sorry, he fell and then went into a four-month coma. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> this was right after sh- uh, shooting, I believe. Um, the very same affliction that um, one of the characters in Rosemary's Baby... Um, that's how they died. Same way. They fell in th- the movie and died. And Oh, uh, creepy. He fell... And, um, <clears throat> he never regained consciousness and he died in Poland the following, uh, year. So somebody who was in the movie died the same way a character in the film, um, was hurt. And ultimately, I believe they died, um, in the movie. Also in April, um, in 1969, the producer, William Castle, he was, um, sick with worry from hate mail. He received constantly and he was suddenly stricken with severe kidney stones, uh, While hilarious in the hospital, he hallucinated scenes from the film and was said to have yelled like in like a days in the hospital, Rosemary, for God's sakes, drop the knife. Um, oh, he, no, no. Which is really weird. He was like hallucinating and talking about like things that happened in the movie. Um, it said he recovered, but it was like just barely he pulled uh, through and uh, he never made a Hollywood hit again. This was the last thing he worked on. That was like a common thing. Um, with this movie, people who were working in it like kind of never did anything again.
1: Hmm, like oh, Charlie weird. Bucket from Willy Wonka. <laughs> Ugh, shots
0: fired. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then one of the other ones that's a little creepy and really uh, famous too is uh, Roman Polanski's deal. Um, so uh, Roman Polanski's fate was uh, told and retold into legend, even by him. Polanski, uh, the director, had relocated to California alongside his girlfriend, Sharon Tate, who was fresh off her first movie role as a witch um, that she played in the movie Eye of the Devil. They moved just before filming began, so she just scored that role. Um, She had gunned hard for the lead role in Rosemary's Baby, but Paramount Production Company cast Mia Farrow instead of her. Uh, Sharon Tate instead loitered around the set. She even appeared in the background of the movie, Rosemary's Baby, in like a scene that Mia Farrow's character throws in the movie. She's in the background. I didn't know that. I kind of want to go back and watch it and look for her. Oh my God. I need to go see that now. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I didn't know that. And um, some say that Sharon Tate um, had become increasingly obsessed with the occult while she had scored the movie part in the witch movie and then being on this set. And um, many years later, a friend quoted her in print, Sharon Tate, as having said, the devil is beautiful. Most people think he's ugly, but he's not. Polanski okay. <laughs> last saw his uh, wife, Sharon Tate. By then, she was pregnant. Um, noting in his autobiography, he had a weird thought the last time he saw his wife. He, um, he called it a grotesque thought. Um, he thought, uh, you will never see her again, he wrote. Uh, in his uh, autobiography, so he, when he saw his oh wife last, he had a—he literally in his mind thought, "I'm not going to see you again." And then she was uh, famously and sadly murdered um, a couple weeks later by uh, the Manson family uh, cult followers.
1: Holy crap! I wonder if he blames Paramount for her death, given that she didn't get the role. Yeah.
0: So she, uh, yeah, exactly. It's it's really. I didn't
1: know that. I did not know that she was trying to go for that role in Rosemary's Baby. Holy
0: crap. I didn't either. So if she would have got it, she probably would
1: be alive. Oh my god.
0: Weird. It's Blowing very weird. Blowing my mind. Blowing um, my mind right now. The last thing that is a little bit weird and kinda lends itself to maybe this movie being cursed is unable to make sense of such a tragedy and captivated by the stories of the Manson family, the public took to Satan and curses is the only explanation. Internet fanatics say, like Guy Woodhouse, Polanski made his young wife a blood sacrifice for his still untouchable status in Hollywood. Some people think Polanski, like, made a deal with the devil himself. And, like, the collateral damage was his wife. Others Mm -hmm. maintain that the Manson murders were a mere moment in a grand satanic conspiracy scored by the Beatles. Um, The White Album, (laughs) this is weird, though. Wait for it. The White Album was written uh, largely at an Indian meditation Um, with Mia Farrow in attendance, um, which is kind of a weird connection. And the song title Helter Skelter, even though it was misspelled, was scrawled in blood at the crime scene when Sharon Tate was killed by the Manson family followers. And uh, 12 years later, when Lennon, John Lennon of the Beatles, was assassinated across the street from the Dakota, which is where Rosemary's Baby was filmed. Whoa! whoa. So it's, like, a weird full circle of all these people and things involved. Um, it's so... really strange. Oh, I did not know. Uh, I know. Wow. It's very strange. I, it was weird. When I read that, I was like, holy shit. And then he died there. And then that was with that. And then what? It's really strange. I feel like um, I need one of those boards with, like, <laughs> with like a pen. <laughs> with pins and red. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh my that god. <laughs> is, that would be great. I'm on board for that. <laughs> okay, but when you said... A little bit. A little bit Rosemary's Baba. That's Baba. God. Oh, god.
1: Also, the whole part where you said they made Helter Skelter, or the white album on, like, an Indian, what was it? Yeah, that they had, the...
0: what was his name? Ravi Shankar? That's where they, the, like, guy with the sitar. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> That's my version of a sitar. Oh my God, all I can think of is
1: Dewey Cox. <laughs> Just like this. <laughs> oh my God, that scene, that scene is one of my favorite scenes I hate you ever. So much. Whatever, that movie is it's really bad, but it's really funny and it makes me laugh. So pause while I pour more wine because uh, this stuff is delicious. Okay. Can I tell my story? Yeah. Because you told your favorite one. I'm going to tell my favorite one. Boo. Shut up. <laughs> okay.
0: Ready. One of my
1: favorite movies ever. Well, the first one. And the ol- that's the only one that counts to me. Poltergeist. The Poltergeist film series and the Poltergeist curse, which spans supposedly from 1982 to... The most recent Poltergeist movie. But I say that the most recent Poltergeist movie is lame. Even though it has Sam Rockwell in it, whom I love. Oh, but
0: right. I never saw that. I didn't know how I felt about it. And I couldn't commit. It's
1: not worth your time, even though I love Sam Rockwell. Like, I love Sam Rockwell. But I just... You can't compete with the original. You just can't. I agree with that. But anyway, so this... this Film curse is perhaps one of the most famous film curses because it well, four cast members died during or shortly thereafter with the series and a bunch of weird crap happened during the filming. So I have a big old list. So here we go. You have a wall with thread and pins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I really want to make one. Like I don't even know what I would make it about. Uh calf. We should make it about <laughs> those remember the tiny guys that we did a few weeks ago about the feet that keep showing up Ooh, yeah that I'd one be i'd be down for that anyway go listen to that if you haven't heard of it severed yeah. feet severed feet and ditties is that what that one's called yeah, <laughs> yeah okay how did i remember that because it's so dumb <laughs> <laughs> go listen to that and then come back anyway so, one of the most famous scenes features Jo Beth Williams' character, Diane, falling into a family pool. Oh, I did—roll back. I should tell you what Poltergeist is about. Poltergeist is about a family, just a normal white bread family that moves into suburbia. Uh, the dad is kind of like the foreman for uh, this new development. And as it turns out, the development is built on a cemetery— and they didn't move the graves. They just moved the headstones. So their house is haunted. But it's not just haunted. It's like the spirits all fixate on the daughter. And that's and they want the daughter because she is like pure innocent light. And somehow that makes them happy. I don't really know. But their miserable existence will be made better by this little girl. So it ensues in lots of haunting and really jacked up stuff. If you've never seen the original Poltergeist movie, please go watch it. It is so good. They use practical effects, and I, mm-hmm. I've i watched it anytime it's available, even with commercials. And I hate commercials with every fibre of my being. <laughs> so, true that. Um, so, okay back to joe beth williams character her character diane falls into the family's pool which is recently being dug out there he the dad was like ah, i'm gonna get you guys a, i'm gonna build you guys a pool and everyone's like yay so they start digging it out well then the rainstorm comes and it's all muddy and disgusting and the mom falls into the pool and there are skeletons and it's a really scary scene it makes you feel very claustrophobic well you may not have known this, but those skeletons were actually real the actors what? the actors did not know that oh they were God. they were real Weird. she assumed, how did they get those so well she assumed that they were not real um she assumed that they were prop and made out of plastic or rubber and she found out that the use of real skeletons um it was it was first made public by this woman Jo Beth Williams on um, v h one's I love the eighties which I loved watching. That was so good.
0: Best week ever was
1: good, too. Oh, my God. So good. So they came from Carolina Biological, some uh, prop master Bruce Casson said. So they're a medical and science supply company that sold human skeletons mainly for use in medical schools back in the 80s. Replica skeletons did not exist as far as I can remember at the time. They're now more common and relatively cheap. But... Um, the rush to the bottom line for cost will dictate. So they just kind of were like, uh, we need skeletons like now. Let's just call that medical company, medical supply. So they got real skeletons. So a lot of people like to say that that's how the curse kind of started because...
0: Okay, yeah, I can see that.
1: Real people skeletons were not being used it's for medical... remains. Yeah. yeah, they weren't being used for advancement in human life they were thrown into a pool and covered in mud and and fake flesh and stuff and um let me start with the horrible deaths so the main (laughs) character her real life name is heather o'rourke and she played the character carol ann And she was the cutest little girl ever. She had blonde hair, blue eyes. She just looked super inquisitive. She had this little moon pie face. She was just adorable. Like, you just want to put her in your pocket and just give her hugs. She was so cute. Well, she started filming the Poltergeist series when she was six years old. There were three movies that she was in and in which she was just getting sicker and sicker with every movie but they didn't really know what was wrong with her and so she actually passed away so she started when she was six she passed away when she was 12 and she Mm -hmm. died of septic shock on the first of february 1988 in the children's hospital in san diego so what they had thought was just an ordinary bout of the flu um actually launched her into cardiac arrest during the drive to the hospital. It's so sad. It's like uh, it just oh. I guess bacterial toxins just were like set loose by a bowel obstruction that made her way into made the way into her bloodstream and her Jeez. Like she her heart was successfully restarted. It was just it was really sad. So she she died on the operating table. It was really awful. But the circumstances surrounding her um, her passing was even more of a shock because the year before her death, she had been diagnosed as having Crohn's disease, which is, if you don't know, it's um, an inflammatory small bowel disease, um, which usually first manifests in children and young adults. Um, I've known somebody with it, and it actually prevented him from getting any taller than like five feet tall it damages so much of your body to where like your body can't process proteins and just, and your body is so focused on trying to make that better that it's like, "Eh, I'll focus on the rest of it later. So it was really sad. So she appeared in all three Poltergeist movies, and Poltergeist 3 had yet to be released at the time of her death, um, which led to rumors that she had died during the shooting, mm. and a double was used to uh, complete the picture in her place. But wow. apparently everything had already been filmed, and they were just in post at that time. But it was really, really sad. She was just this sweet little angel of a child, and it was just, ugh. Yucky, yucky feelings. Boo. So that was the first death. The second really jacked up death was of Dominique Dunn. She was the older sister in the movie, and she was 22 years old. She played the big sister, Dana, um, and she only re- was in the first Poltergeist film. The movie was released in June 1982. She died on the 4th of November in 1982, four days after her boyfriend choked her to death and she was in a coma from which she never awoke uh, Jeez. Wow So she had ended her abusive live-in relationship with Los Angeles chef John Sweeney but on the night of the 30th of October 1982, he dropped by their former shared residence to plead with her to take him back and the con- conversation didn't go very well and so he choked her out and he like basically strangled her for like four to six minutes and he wow. just left her he left her for dead in his in her driveway. whoa. Um, and this is this is the part that makes me like really, really mad. He was convicted for mul- voluntary manslaughter, sentenced in November 1983 and released in 1986 huh. after only serving three years, eight months of a six and a half year sentence. First of all, he was only given a six and a half year sentence. Yeah, that's balls. And then his short sentence and early release remain subjects of controversy. Get this. This is the I I actually did some extra research for this because I was like, no effing way. This guy is an absolute pile of garbage. He changed his name to John Mora (laughs) and now works as a chef in a retirement home in San Rafael. Gross.
0: He's like near. He's super close. Ugh. And he just completely people shouldn't be able to keep living whatever they want to live with their life. Like that's weird. Yeah,
1: he lives as like like he's not a murderer. He's a total a-hole. And I hate him.
0: Ill, ill.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, nope. he sucks. That's so crazy. So those are two of the 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 weird, unexpected deaths because those two girls were way too young to go. There were two other actors that died. Julian Beck, the sixty year old actor who played the evil spirit Kane in the uh, Poltergeist Two. That guy is okay. The most terrifying person I've ever seen. I'm sorry to <laughs> speak ill of the dead, but he was meant to be scary. He was scary. But he died of stomach cancer, which he had been battling for 18 months. So they were like, uh. okay. so, uh, um, I think he died just a, seven months before the film's release. So they were like, uh, it wasn't unexpected. But then this yeah, made yeah. me sad. Will Sampson, uh, the fifty-year-old, 53-year-old Native American actor who portrayed the good spirit, Taylor in Poltergeist 2. So they were like dueling forces in the second movie. Uh, he died in a Houston hospital about a year after the film's release. He had a heart and lung transplant six weeks earlier, and they weren't really mm. sure if his chances of survival were really great. So it's really sad, but they weren't really surprised. They were kind of like, mm, okay, your chances weren't fantastic, which is sad. Right, Hmm. this moves on to non-deaths but weird things that happened during Fine. the movie yeah okay look, less less sad let's let's cleanse our palates here <laughs>
0: um, so i would but i drank oh, my cider
1: this is not a palate cleanser i forgot <laughs> oh god so richard lawson who played ryan in the original poltergeist film so he's one of the ghost hunters is believed to be another victim of the curse he's still alive and well But in 1992, he boarded a flight 405 to Cleveland. Many passengers on board reported feeling uneasy before the flight, including Lawson, who was bumped up to first class after a flight attendant recognized him. She was like, yo, you're in that horror movie that I love so mucho. come up here. I'll give you champagnes. Champs. Uh, Champagne. Champagne. Mm? (laughs) So, the plane crashed into a bay after a failed takeoff with its 51 passengers trapped in their seats 27 people died Wow Including someone in Lawson's original assigned row If he hadn't been bumped up to first class It might have been him in that seat instead That's so uh, That's some Final Destination Final Destination crap I'd be like oh, I have to go do everything like that's crazy and fun That I've always wanted to do
0: Because I could die any second Wow That's a trip Yeah,
1: Oliver Robbins who played the middle Freeling child Robbie was reportedly Attacked on set by a mechanical clown In the scene Oh I hate this scene In the scene in which he was supposed To be struggling with the creepy clown So he had like dolls in his room God knows why anybody would give their child A clown but he had a clown sitting in his room That he thought was creepy Anyway but it Starts to attack him and like I think A tree eats him right afterward It's awful it's a very intense scene. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> but it malfunctioned and choked him. But because the scene was meant to show a struggle, many members of the cast really thought that his reaction was just acting. Oh, wow. <laughs> they like, damn, son. Great, like, great job. That's some Oscar You're stuff. <laughs> but until he started to turn blue, they were like, oh. Oh, no, no, oh, no. <laughs> so he survived and he's alive and well and he doesn't believe in the poltergeist curse, but I'm sorry. That's potential. That's potential yeah, for curse. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And then Gil Keenan who directed the 2015 franchise reboot, um, he was apparently looking for the curse and he supposedly according to him found it <laughs> and it, he said the film was plagued by strange equipment failures on the plot of land and the director was also also reported that he the house that he stayed in while filming was haunted by a female figure in a black dress. But to me that just sounds like he's trying to hype it up because um
0: the movie didn't do as so well.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't as awesome as the first one. So he was trying to do some Blair Witchy kind of viral yeah.
0: campaigning. Yeah.
1: Huh. But anyway, so that's the poltergeist curse, which to me
0: I like it. I, I mean, kind I don't of like believe... that people died, but no, like I like yeah. the like onset stuff. That's kind of fun.
1: Yeah, the onset stuff is fun. I'm really sad about Heather O'Rourke and Dominique, but you know, anyway. Wow. Moving on. Your turn.
0: Hawka. So my second one I did was the Omen. Mm-hmm. Which is a fin it's a fun one. It's about a little kid named Damien. He's super creepy. No one likes him. It's He's all adopted. for you, Damien. It's all for you, Damien. And then she jumps off the mansion they live in and hangs herself or whatever. John and I will have a
1: child, and his name will be Damien.
0: Done and done. Love that name. Um, <laughs> I told my mom if name was a boy, I was like down with the name Damien. She's like, wait, really? I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, it's a good movie too. It's the same era era as Rosemary's Baby. It's like the late sixties, seventies. Um. Yeah. This movie had some crazy-ass shit happen during it. It, like, kept coming and coming and coming, like, the information of weird things that happened. Tell me more. Like, weird stuff. It was, like, kind of too much for me, but not because I wanted more. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, too much in the sense that I was getting lazy. I was like, hey, enough of this reading thing. I'm over it. (laughs) Oh, reading is hard. I understand.
1: Oh hard. <laughs> um, so
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> the first one that we can discuss was designer John Richardson was in a car accident that uh decapitated his passenger, which was the exact same scene he designed in the omen. Oh no. Yeah, it's brutal oh. how this chick died in the car. Like brutal, like Quentin Tarantino style, brutal. <laughs> like oh. Nuts. Um, oh, no. so after uh John helped create the special effects for the Omen, um, he began work on another movie, A Bridge Too Far. And he was on location in Holland with his wife and special effects sculptress Liz Moore. And as they were driving along an empty road, they hit another car head on. Uh, he was knocked unconscious, but um, Moore was decapitated when one of the front wheels tore through the floor and literally. Slit almost in her entire body in two and decapitated her. Holy crap! Like it's insane. Oh. Uh, he came to and saw that, which what? is also insane. Oh, I'd be um, hospitalized forever. <laughs> yeah, and he noted that the tragedy was even more yeah. creepy and awful because uh, the same gruesome decapitation scene was what he uh, had designed for the omen. It was like the same thing. And this other part b of this that's creepy is he said uh when he looked around as to where they were when this happened uh he looked up and a sign said um the town of omen was 66.6 kilometers away so the movie's the omen the place that was the next town was also omen but with one more m is how it's spelled and it said 66.6 kilometers away
1: the number of uh, the
0: beast. Punky. <laughs> of Punky. <laughs> like that's so weird to me. That's too oh. many things. With a moment. That's just weird. That is weird. Um the second one was um in one chilling scene, in The Omen, Lee Remick, um, as who played uh, Damien's mother, is completely terrified by a group of baboons who attack the car in reaction to her son being demonic. Um, according to Richard Donner, her feel for fearful screaming was completely real. The crew had placed a baboon inside the car to make the attacking primates more angry and then filmed their violent response. Um Although Remick's incident could have easily become another curse story, the more scary part to this is apparently Satan chose to take his wrath out on the bo- baboon's trainer instead. Um, some stories claim it was a lion, but in the words of the producer, uh, he was killed the day after he shot there because he um, was taken by a tiger in the cage and drug into it and killed and eaten alive. Whoa. Yeah, he <laughs> grabbed him by the head, killed him instantly. Oh. Yeah, the and he was the animal trainer. Oh man. Oh my god, the omen is so messed up. Oh my god, like, straight oh, up head god. chomped by a lion or like ugh, or sorry, tiger. But um yeah. Oh my god. Okay, thing number 3. Lightning struck oh. airplanes containing cast and crew members on three separate occasions. No!
1: This movie <laughs> yeah. was not supposed to be
0: made. <laughs> no. In October of 75, Gregory Peck, who's the lead in this movie, um, was on a London-bound airplane on his way to filming when the aircraft was struck by lightning. The bolt caused one of the engines to catch fire and the plane became very close to crashing in the Atlantic Ocean. A few weeks later, producer Mace Newfold was on his way to the shoot when his airplane was also struck by lightning when crossing the Atlantic. He is quoted as saying, it was the roughest five minutes I've ever had on an airliner. Ah, uh, two lightning-related pre-production mishaps are creepy, but afterwards, screenwriter David Seltzer wrote um, an airplane that also got struck by lightning. Um, evidence of the curse seemed to be appearing, and if these three incidents weren't convincing enough, producer uh, Harvey Bernard came extremely close to being struck by lightning while filming in Rome. So three planes and two people had lightning incidents <laughs> just on ground. Oh,
1: my God. Hey, did I ever tell you that when I was a flight attendant, by the way, I used to be a flight attendant with Virgin America, which is now no longer Virgin America. Um, I was one of my first flights. I think it was actually, it was my first flight. It was my training flight. Our plane oh. was Our plane was struck by lightning.
0: What? yeah it's how do you we're- know it is like what is the sound, is it the sound <laughs> feeling?
1: so we are flying into Dulles international airport and they get a crap ton of storms there and there was really bad turbulence and we were sitting in the back we weren't even we were sitting in passenger seats we weren't even sitting in crew seats because we were not in uniform yet. It was training. And there was lightning all around us. We weren't sure if we were going to be able to land. We were maybe going to have to divert. And then lightning struck our plane. And it, Virgin America, if you've ever seen the airplanes, if you've ever been on them, the lights were purple. They were purpley blue. They were yeah. pinky. Kind of fun. It was club-like experience. Blah, blah. The lights flared super bright. And then they mostly went out and we were like, well, that's a little weird. And then I guess the captain radioed to the back and told them what happened. And they were like, okay, so. Weird.
0: So the lightning juiced up the lights on it. Kind of. Well, what happened was we
1: found out later that we were, they had fire trucks and they had everything ready for us because what happened was it struck the landing gear box and the landing gear was already (laughs) out. And so they didn't know if the lightning had struck the landing gear and just made it go. They didn't know what happened. They what thought was it was
0: happening. They thought uh, that maybe the landing
1: gear could be gone. No, no they have no way of seeing or you. knowing because the the whole the, that system for that section of the plane was dead. And they were like, so this might be bumpy. And we were sitting in the back. I am about to poop my pants because I'm like, oh what have I done with my life? I am <laughs> I made a terrible mistake. We land. Everything's fine. The pilots go down because you know we have to be on the plane until everybody's off. We made no. We like we landed. There was no emergency evacuation. We did, however, try to usher everybody off quickly. And then the pilot came and told us. He was like, yeah, there were like 27 holes from the lightning in the gearbox. He's like, it's amazing that the plane is still standing. We've got it up on jack stands right now (laughs) because the back of the plane could not like that. Yeah, we were spooked. But I mean, airplanes are meant to withstand lightning strikes. At least they are now. They are now. But it just happened to strike as we had our landing gear out. So it was kind of like a spoopy sort of situation. I did not sleep well that night. I, don't I think blame you. I think we never did this. So n- don't report anybody. But we definitely maybe took some alcohol off the plane.
0: I also don't blame you.
1: Because <laughs> I, I was like, I will never sleep again. Oh. <laughs>
0: Spooky real
1: life <laughs> story.
0: Oh, that's so scary. That's so scary.
1: I'm sorry. (gasps) okay. Sorry. Please don't be afraid of flying. Please don't be afraid of flying. It's really not that bad. It just, I just happened to, you know, be very lucky.
0: (laughs) Continue. Okay. Next thing. (laughs) A group of trained Rottweilers suddenly attacked a stuntman and injured him, and um, it was really scary. One of the omens' most memorable scenes involves Gregory Peck trying to escape a cemetery while being attacked by a group of extremely vicious dogs. Um, Several carefully trained Rottweilers were utilized and were instructed to attack the stuntman in a peck's place. The stuntman was safely enclosed in a layer of padding, and the dogs were set loose, but something went wrong. For reasons unknown, the dogs began really attacking the stuntman, and were so vicious, their teeth went through the stuntman's protective gear, okay. and they ignored the trainer when he ordered to stop. Uh, they said it was really lucky he survived. Oh, Weird. No. Um, Another one was the cast and crew nearly got blown up on two separate occasions, thanks what? to the IRA. What? <laughs> After surviving the lightning-induced terror of his overseas flight, uh, the producer was involved in a few other curse-related incidents. While staying at the Hilton Hotel in London, his wife and him were given an early checkout when the Irish Republican Army blew up the building. Luckily, neither uh, were in the hotel at the time and weren't killed. Uh, Several days later, um, he and several other producers and Gregory Peck were headed to to a restaurant when the IRA also bombed that building. Um, although many people view these scary incidents as part of the omen curse, considering the IRA was involved in a lot of explosions in London at the time, maybe them escaping it twice is actually a miracle. That's like the devil's advocate part of it. Um, holy crap. Another one, an airplane the crew hired for aerial shots was rented to someone else. And then, um, instead at the last second and it crashed and killed several people. So the plane they were supposed to have eh, hit crash and killed like 27 people or something oh no crazy another one a stuntman nearly died after falling off a building on his next film and he claimed he had been pushed when stuntman alf joint was done filming scenes with the omen he went to work on a bridge too far but the curse may have followed him for one shot he was to jump off a tall building and land on an airbag He'd done this tons of times, but this time, however, he jumped in an awkward way and landed not on the safe cushy pad, but on the ground. He was very, very injured. Rushed to the hospital, survived. When he regained consciousness, he said he felt like he had been pushed. Um, Although no proof of his claim was found, the fact that he jumped suddenly in an unusual way could mean he was possibly telling the truth. Oh, another one Gregory Peck's son Jesus. committed suicide two months before the film started in Aww. June 1975 Gregory Peck's son Jonathan was found to have shot himself in the head no note his death was ruled suicide and Peck was devastated his agent brought the um, the role of Richard Thorne to his attention since he wanted Peck uh, to channel his grief into a project despite the fact that the role was a man who must kill his son um <sighs> Punk yeah. signed on and arrived on set in an understandably morose mood. He powered through and then was rewarded with The Omen being one of the most financially, um, one of his most successful films. Uh, William Holden, on the other hand, had been offered uh, the part of Richard Thorne, but turned it down. When he saw how successful the film had been, he quickly jumped on board on Omen 2. Which was a mistake, because that movie is bad yeah, um, another thing is where they filmed at the Guilford Chapel. Um, this location has been involved um, with many crime scenes and a lot of weird things that happened there. People have been shot and killed there. Ooh. I think that it the curse is like involved with that. Um, ew, not boy no. And <laughs> this is kind of strange. The man who created the omen warned everyone the film would be cursed. Um, oh, the guy was a born again Christian and ad oh. executive. He thought of, uh, who thought a movie about the antichrist Antichrist well, would be a good idea. So he pitched it to a studio, um, knowing Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist have both been super successful. Yep. Um, Harvey Bernard agreed the idea would be a money maker and sign on to make it. Then, in either a change of opinion or heavenly intervention. He suddenly Mm -hmm. began warning everybody that the movie would be cursed, quoted as saying, if the devil's greatest single weapon is to be invisible, and you're going to do something which is going to take away his invisibility to millions, he's not going to want that to happen. Um, He wore a cross the entire time on set when they went through with it, making it because he was scared. (laughs) And did he escape, like,
1: unscathed? Yeah. As far as I know. (laughs) That one I actually uh, believe is cursed. Uh, I don't know if I believe Poltergeist <laughs> is cursed. I just like Poltergeist.
0: <laughs> and then the last one is a little weird. Uh, Damien, or uh, the actor who played Damien Harvey Stevens, mm-hmm. he almost completely disappeared um, until they asked him, or they started looking about where he was when they wanted to do a remake and wanted him to have a cameo. Many child actors don't continue working, um, but some people think his disappearance and not working anymore was involved with this curse um after appearing in a made for television movie he didn't take any film roles until a small part in the remake of the omen and for that he retreated so far out of view that the producer of the omen documentary hired a private investigator to track him (laughs) down and was unsuccessful um apparently playing damien has affected several other actors too in the oh. Omen 2, the actor who um, worked briefly as a stage actor but quit to work for a trucking business in Australia and may have um, even changed his name after. <laughs> and Sam Neill, who played an adult Damien in Omen 3, refuses to talk about his time he spent making it. Sam Neill played? I guess uh... in Omen 3. Yeah. I'll and... watch Omen
1: 3 because I love Sam Neill. Give me some Jurassic Park Sam Neill any day of the week.
0: I like him as Merlin. Well. Oh
1: my God. I love, How can you...
0: I love Miranda Richardson and she's in it. She is my queen. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking love her so much. <laughs> she's awesome. Uh, and there's even more what? stuff. What? It goes on. The 2006 Omen remake had some weird stuff that happened, but I don't even get in that.
1: I don't believe This movie
0: is insane. It was not so, <laughs> I don't know. Someone didn't like it. <laughs> Someone being the devil. It was like this is not
1: how I wanted to be depicted. <laughs> I am offended.
0: I'm a lover <laughs> of wine and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I do love on, on film.
1: <laughs> Some wine and cheese. <laughs> I, I can't. Ag- I can't agree with that <laughs>
0: So there you have it for the Omen. I think it's cursed.
1: Yeah, I'll give my check mark to that. That one actually (laughs) sounds... That one passes. That one's got way too much crap. There's too much. It's too insane. So I also believe that the next one that I'm talking about is actually cursed.
0: Because as
1: much as I love Poltergeist, I think that's just unfortunate circumstance and poor medical attention for poor Heather and just terrible circumstances for Dominique and also terrible judicial system antics with uh, only sentencing that a-hole six years and then only letting him serve three years. I cannot believe that. Everybody go find that jerk named John Mora and make his life hell because he... Asshole. He sucks. And he killed a young actress that's insane. She was 20. She was 22. She was 22. She was a baby. Mm. I hate him. I hope he suffers of something (laughs) horrible. And he gets hiccups till he dies. In his butt for life. Hiccups in his butt for life. Exactly. (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) I don't know, but I don't want it. I don't either. That sounds horrible. That's... It makes me, like, clench everything. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My next movie and my last movie. So, this is a movie that Erica had never heard of, I had never heard of, until I started searching for cursed movies. And then I started looking it up, and this movie sucks, and it should never be made. Never. Because it's never been made. Ew. So, I'm just going to read my notes, because I have been finishing this lovely bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Cursed movies exist, though few of these scripts tend to capture interest, quite like Atuk. Ask anyone who's been in the business, and they'll likely have some insane Atuk stories. This unproduced screenplay, which has been floating around Hollywood since the early 70s, tells the story of a fish-out-of-water story of an Eskimo in New York City... Which is adapted from Mordecai Rickler's 1963 novel, The Incomparable Atuk. And, I don't know. It was a different time. Things were acceptable. Now, it would be very offensive, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure there would be, like, some kind of weird blackface, brownface kind of thing going on. And it would be, like, not okay. But, at the time, and it still hasn't been made, so we'll just... good. We can talk about it. <laughs> Producer Norman Jewison produ- uh, purchased the rights to the book in 1971 and screen wi- screen write- <laughs> <laughs> screenwriter Todd Carroll pumped out a draft, but it is yet to be filmed. Um, but that's not for the lack of trying. So this script supposedly kills any actor that expresses interest in the lead role. So Carol, the guy that wrote the script from the adaptation, like as an adaptation from mm-hmm. the book, uh, he waves off any talk of a curse. But the creepy coincidences surrounding took, most notably the connection between the actors' involvement with the script and their death, has been compelling enough for the for film buffs to take an interest. So people are like, "I'm interested, but no way." Um, it's become one of the most infamous unproduced screenplays in Hollywood history. And it's a piece of lore that shines a light on the dark side of Hollywood and uh, the tragic deaths of those involved. And art and took is still out there. United Artists actually retains the rights to this day, and you can read the script for yourself. Um, but you know, like maybe think about it before you actually read it, because <laughs> there's a lot of tragedy involved <laughs> with this. Um, oh man, so the search so. Let's go back to the very beginning. The search for the actor to play atuk, uh began, um, the first choice being Saturday Night Live's veteran, John Belushi. Belushi read the script and reportedly was like crazy excited about doing the film. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and that, of course, never happened because he del- he died from a drug overdose on March 5th, 1982 at age 33. Um, if you believe the legend, the curse of atuk had claimed its first victim. So he... Uh the project was shelved, but it would be revived in nineteen eighty eight with another comedian playing a So they wanted it to be comedians, like bigger guys. Okay. Okay. So kind of
0: see what they were going for, I guess.
1: Yeah. So the genius, Sam Kinison, not only read the script, but actually began filming the movie. Soon, production on the film was halted when Kinison demanded that large parts of the movie of the script be rewritten. And then there was like a long legal battle that ensued between Kinison and the production company that dragged on for years, but it eventually settled. Unfortunately, before the film could be completed, Kinison was killed in a car, accident, a car accident in 1992 near Needles, California. Don't go to Needles. That place is... Not awesome. <laughs> have you ever been there? you driven. I think I've driven through it. Yeah, that's the thing. You drive through it. You don't stop there. Um, in that's ninety. A bad name too. I know, right? Yeah. That's like that's like X Y Z or like X X Y Z. Oh X, yeah. X, 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 whatever mm-hmm. that place. That one yep. weird town that. Like, yep. A bunch of letters that don't belong together. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. March 4th, 1984, the Atuk script had found its way into the hands of another big screen funny man, John Candy. Wow. This this time, the Atuk curse struck immediately as Candy was reportedly reading the script at the very moment he suffered a fatal heart attack in Durango, Mexico. Yeah. So... Ever persistent to make the film, the Atuk script next went to another SNL alumni, Chris Farley. Oh, my God. Farley planned to take the role of a toque, wonder but... how this
0: turned out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it makes me so sad in a van <laughs> down by the river. Oh. <laughs> but just oh, as his good. comedy idol Belushi, Farley died from a drug overdose on December 18, 1997, at age 33. Farley was the last one to die after planning to play a toque. He was not, however, the last one to die after reading the a toque script. <laughs> This is so sad. After deciding to accept the role of Atuk, Farley passed the script along to his friend, comedian Phil Hartman, to see if Hartman would be intrigued in playing one of the roles in the film.
0: Ridiculous.
1: Hartman was murdered by his wife at his home in Encino, California on May 28, 1998. So, the Atuk movie has never been made. The script is now tucked away somewhere at United Artists. So, if y'all hear about this movie being made, make a petition With <laughs> You the, will die. Yeah, make a petition that it is not made because your favorite actors will die right i know like (laughs) all of the best of comedy just like just died they just ate it because of this Uh, stupid probably very racist movie horrible movie that's
0: not worth dying
1: for (laughs) i know that's the thing like i'm sure that if it was actually originally made people would be like uh, no. maybe it
0: was like not a curse because the world spared him from being
1: <laughs> but still we lost John Belushi I Chris know. Marley, John
0: Candy one of my favorites John Candy I, know, I really like him he makes me happy
1: I'm so sad this is just making me sad I don't normally <laughs> get sad when I, I, whatever <laughs> man it was really cursed this one I I, I will give a check mark to actual curse. This one in
0: the Omen. curse if you're a part of SNL.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my That's God. That's weird. Yeah. So if Jim Carrey or like anybody else tries to play this, don't let them do it. Start like a change.org petition and make it stop because people are going to die. It's not good. That needs to you're... live in the vault forever. Yeah. Or I mean, in that crazy. That crazy room where they put the Ark of the Covenant at the end of Indiana Jones. Put it in the Disney vault. (laughs) Nah, put it in the Indiana Jones vault. Because they have top people working on it. Top people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we gave some legit info.
1: I'm really proud of us. This wasn't just a... Wing and a prayer, kind of like, let's just talk about crap. I, I was not convinced about movie curses, and then you told me the crap about the omen. That movie sounds horribly Stay away from that
0: movie. Like, I want to watch it, but like, I didn't do I like that. I movie. love that movie. I love that movie. It's entertaining, it's creepy. Oh, yeah, that movie, no, but
1: no. yeah, that's some crap. Like, I don't think Poltergeist is haunted or cursed. I mean.
0: I was right. we had some weird stuff for sure. For sure. And the the Omen. Oh something is not right with that movie. Which one? The
1: Omen. Oh, oh yeah. And right. then a. And that t- one too. Yeah. yeah that's too. That one. That just needs to stay in the vaults forever. That needs to not come out. Yeah, not
0: good. Not mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But uh, good job to us. Yay!
1: Okay. So we enjoyed gonna, it. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do a tiny guys this week. And then next week, I am going up to visit family and Erica and I, we're probably not going to do a normal podcast. We're going to do
0: an (laughs) abnormal podcast. I
1: don't (laughs) we're going to be filming with an actual camera in a cemetery. I really hope the cops don't get called on. (laughs) us. God shit <laughs> we're like it's, it's for a podcast they're like go home okay <laughs> but, bye, <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs> we'll make sure to get that on tape at least <laughs> um i can't promise that anything will be normal for next week i apologize ahead of time to our avid listeners Please a lot more just... details potentially
0: on our tiny geist.
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure yet. I don't know if we're, we haven't even made it a YouTube yet, so we might need to make a YouTube.
0: <laughs> well, at least uh, maybe we'll do some Instagram live or we'll oh, film, film some things. Yes, and post them. yes. definitely more Instagram.
1: Yeah, if you are not following us on Instagram, please follow us. We're on Night Geist Pod. We're also on Twitter at Night Geist Pod. We're on Facebook. Just search for Night Guys Podcast. You'll find us. There's not a lot of info there yet because Eric and I have a deep loathing for Facebook. We don't talk about that. Anyway, we are working on making ourselves more available to you guys. Uh, please email us if you have any questions or if you have any suggestions. We love listener suggestions. This actually was a listener suggestion from my beautiful, wonderful cousin, Clarissa. We Thank love you, Clarissa. It was fun. Perfect suggestion. There was actually a lot of information, and I didn't have to work really hard to research. So I yeah, love that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Check you.
0: mark there. Thank you. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, contact us. We want to hear yeah, from you.
1: Our email address is nightguyspod at gmail.com. If you want to call us and leave a voicemail, if you've got some spooky stories that have happened, like – I'm Alien kind of stuff,
0: spooky stories. Please, oh my someone God. text or call and leave us a voicemail. There's like, we won't play you on air unless you say you want us to. But I mean, there's, if you think you sound weird or whatever, no judgment. We just want to hear your story and we can retell oh. it or we can read what you said. Um. We'll find a way, like yeah. however you want it to if be. If you want to be don't.
1: featured, if you want to be featured, I will gladly cut you in and feature you. But just tell us a story about Sasquatch, about ghosts, about aliens, about any weird crap that's happened to you. I'm wa- sure it doesn't have to be an epic story. Be like, I farted and it smelled like a ghost. I don't
0: know <laughs> what that means, but <laughs> can you please send help? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I will yes, share yep that you can. <laughs> please just call us our phone number is 707-200-3898 that's our number right I think yes, so I remembered it Yay! anyway we would love calls or texts or voicemails or whatever I will totally <laughs> listen to those voicemails and if they are awesome even if they're not awesome if it's just like "Hey, I just want to say hi and tell you guys that I love you guys so much
0: also, maybe we'll take that. we're
1: gonna, we're gonna love <laughs> that too. We're gonna love on that. So, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our Hollywood curses episode. Please join us again later this week for our tiny geist. when we I don't know, tell tell
0: you the wheel of nothingness. I don't yeah. know <laughs> booby. We'll give we you can do a in... little bit of <laughs> spoopiness maybe next week. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We we'll give you some doing.
1: information about what we're doing. The following week, maybe we'll figure something out. We'll be more professional. We'll try. We'll try really hard. Erica's making a face. We won't try very hard. We'll try a I'll little. will try
0: bit. a little bit. We'll give
1: like a C minus effort. But <laughs> we love than you guys. Usual. Yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But we love you guys so much. We really appreciate your input and your feedback and your iTunes ratings. Yeah, give us
0: stars, give us
1: reviews. If you've got that iTunes account, give us a review, not just a rating, because we need those reviews. I need them so bad. You need them all. We need them. Rate (laughs) us. Give us a review. (laughs) We need to stop because Liana needs to drink water and not wine. (laughs) Agreed.
0: Until next time then, until Tiny Geist. Yay! Bye bye. This is Liana. Erica. Uh, <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>